Welcome to episode three of the Songs and Sayings podcast, where we're reading through the wisdom literature of the world. Today, we continue on our journey through the ancient Hebrew book of Proverbs. To begin, I'll make a few remarks about the chapter we're in, which is chapter three, and then we'll conclude with the reading. As I mentioned in episode two, Proverbs is comprised of six sections, the first section of which contains chapters 1 through 9. And it's these chapters in this first section that present their wisdom in a more narrative or essay style. For me, chapter 3 brings back many memories from my childhood, memories of sitting at the kitchen table on Saturday mornings, and listening to my mom read Proverbs to me and my brothers. There is actually a distinct phrase from our current chapter that every time I hear it, I can almost hear the sounds of my mom's voice saying it to me. And that phrase is the words, my son. One of the significant things about this phrase is that it is among a number of literary elements that tie the book of Hebrew Proverbs to an ancient Egyptian book called The Wisdom of Amenemope. It is said that the Hebrews acquired this hearkening phrase of my son from this book of Egyptian sayings. As I've been reading about Proverbs these past few days, I've realized that I'll probably have to dedicate a future episode just to this ancient work of Amenemop, because so much in Hebrew Proverbs is similar and related to it. But for now, I'll just give a short biographical note and the theme of that book. So Amenemop was a resident of Akim, which is a town in Upper Egypt on the east side of the Nile. And he was a son of an Egyptian named Kanakt. It is said that his instructions were written during the late New Kingdom at about 1300 to 1075 BCE. And this time is otherwise known as the Age of Personal Piety. In the text attributed to Amenemop, A father passes on his wisdom to his son through many maxims and admonitions, and he does this over the course of 30 chapters, a number which is very close to the 31 chapters in Hebrew Proverbs. Interesting to note here is that Proverbs chapter 22, verse 20, actually says, Have I not written... For you, 30 sayings of counsel and knowledge? We can compare this with the wisdom of Amenemope, chapter 30, line 539, which says, Look to these 30 chapters. They inform, they educate. As an aside, 
Seeing this chapter similarity made me wonder if the number 30 was at all supposed to map to the lunar month, and that also accounting for the new moon. Maybe the idea was that a person would read one of these chapters on each day of the month, kind of like we're doing this month with Proverbs on the podcast. And then I also wondered if maybe the Hebrews thought to tack on chapter 31 as a sort of crown or jewel on top of the first 30. I suppose I'll be able to find out whether this is so with further study. Anyway, a few more notes on the chapter, and then we'll read it. This phrase, my son, is also the refrain that divides our current chapter into three discourses. There are also a couple of words that I wanted to single out from the text to help us pull out some of the nuance in the meaning of the lines. In verse 15, it says that she, that is wisdom, is more precious than rubies. But this word for rubies, according to Robert Alter, could equally as well be translated as pearls, which can allude to many things for us. A pearl necklace is one, and I'm also reminded of that line in the New Testament, cast not your pearls before swine, where pearls are wisdom or a valuable message. Another note is for verses 3 and 22, where the word neck is used to translate the Hebrew word nefesh. And nefesh is interesting because it is used idiomatically to mean soul, but literally it means neck. So you could imagine if someone said, you just saved my nefesh, that is my neck, it could also mean you just saved my soul or my life. And then for verse 22, the sense becomes that wisdom is an ornament around your neck or an ornament around your soul. The last note is that there are some archaic English words in the translation I'm using, and one that probably sticks out above the rest is the old English word froward, which means difficult to deal with, or contrary, or leading away from. So if a person has a froward heart, that means they have a contrary attitude or contrary spirit. So those are my notes and the things that I found to be especially interesting in my reading today. So without further ado, I give you Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not on thine own understanding. 
In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel, and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the firstfruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, even as a father the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man that finds wisdom, and the man that gets understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain of it is better than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies or pearls, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is every one that retains her. The Lord by wisdom has founded the earth. By understanding has he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths are broken up and the clouds drop down the dew. My son, let not them depart from thine eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be life unto thy soul and grace to thy neck. Then shalt thou walk in thy way safely and thy foot shall not stumble. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord shall be thy confidence, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Withhold not good from them to whom it is due, when it is in the power of thine hand to do it. Say not unto thy neighbor, Go, and come again, and tomorrow I will give. When thou hast it by thee, devise not evil against thy neighbor, seeing he dwells securely by thee. Strive not with a man without cause, if he have done thee no harm. Envy thou not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. For the froward is abomination to the Lord, but his secret is with the righteous. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesses the habitation of the just. Surely he scorns the scorners, but he gives grace unto the lowly. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. Well, that concludes episode three. We'll do chapter four tomorrow. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by subscribing on YouTube and liking this episode. You can also share this podcast with your friends. And if you'd like, you can also support the Songs and Sayings podcast by making a small donation through Anchor or via PayPal in the links in the show notes. Additionally, if you have the Anchor app, you can send in your audio questions and comments 
and I will answer them at the end of the next podcast. The Songs and Sayings podcast is currently available on Spotify, Anchor, and YouTube, and I should have it up on most other platforms within the month. Thank you for listening, and remember to include wisdom in everything that you do.